Hi, this is Pastor Christine Kelly from Living in His Image Ministry, and this is our second part of forgiveness. Now, if you haven't listened to the first part of forgiveness, we're going to do a little recap, but I think it's really important for you to go back and listen to the first part so that it all ties in together. Now, I will do a little bit of refresh from part one, but I really want to dive into the last part of forgiveness so that we can hopefully help others out there, anyone who's listening, to understand the importance of forgiveness. So in segment one, we talked about some of the thoughts that run through your mind when somebody hurts you. And um, I'm not going to go through all of them, of course, because we did that in segment one. But some of them would be, you know, they deserve to suffer or, you know, you don't know what they've done to me or they just wanted to destroy me. And I was reminded to tell you about Luke chapter six, verse 37, where God says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. So remember, we must be able to forgive others in order for us to be forgiven. We went through a whole list in segment one of what forgiveness is not. And I'm only going to go through again just a couple of these. It doesn't mean that you deny that others tried to hurt you. It doesn't mean that you overlook any kind of abuse or that you must totally reconcile the relationship as, as if it never happened. Um, as a matter of fact, you don't have to restore the relationship at all. You can love them from afar. Pray for that person. Remember in segment one, and I think it's important to review it again, the example that Jesus showed us, which was the most profound example of forgiveness in the story of his crucifixion. Now, if you can envision, he was hanging on a cross in agony. He had been striped and mocked and tortured. Imagine how he must have felt up there. The only sinless man on this earth that was so full of love for all mankind. He knew what he was doing. He was going to die to save us, to allow us to have eternal life. As he looked among the crowd, he could hear them shouting, crucify him. They were throwing stones. They were laughing at him. No one in that crowd was saying, this is wrong. No one was apologizing or asking for forgiveness. As a matter of fact, they were laughing and saying, hey, if you're truly the son of God, then come down off of that cross and save yourself. With all that they had done to him in his dying moments, the last words that he uttered was in Luke chapter 23, verse 34. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. What an example of forgiveness. Jesus gave us the ultimate example of forgiveness. Now remember, we also talked about a couple of other factors that should contribute to you forgiving. When we don't forgive, it steals our joy. 
it can consume our soul and it opens the door for the enemy. Now I want to go into a little bit of that just because we know that Satan will attack us when we're weak, at our weakest point. And he's saying all kinds of things in your ears to try to justify why we should not forgive people. Well, they didn't ask for forgiveness. They didn't say they were sorry. Um, you know, they're not talking to you. They're still talking to other people about you. They're spreading gossip all over the place. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Now, if the person really does know what they're doing, I'm sure you're not going to want to say, well, they don't know what they're doing. But we still need to forgive them. Remember I gave the example of that backpack on our back with the with the bowling ball full or full of trash. You know, we're hanging that baggage and we're carrying it around and we need to let it go so that we can release our heart and our soul and clear our minds. Don't let it keep you from your blessings. This is a story in the Bible about forgiveness, and I think that it's very important because it will show us what some of us do. Um, in Matthew chapter 18, we're going to go through verses 21 through 35, and this is when Peter finally got the nerve up to ask Jesus, which he says, Master, how many times do I forgive a brother or sister who's hurt me? Seven? And Jesus replied, seven? Hardly. Try 70 times seven. Now we're going to look at a story in Matthew that talks about the kingdom of God is like a king who decides to square accounts with his servants. As the king got underway, one servant who was brought before him who had ran up a debt of $100,000, he couldn't pay it. So the king ordered the man, along with his wife and his children and his goods, to be auctioned off at the slave market. The poor, wretched servant threw himself at the king's feet and begged, Give me a chance. I'll pay you back. Touched by his plea, the king decided to let him off and erased his debt. Erased it completely. This servant was no sooner out of the room when he came upon one of his own fellow servants who owed him ten dollars. He seized him by the throat and demanded, pay up now. The poor wretch threw himself down and begged, give me a chance and I'll pay you back. But he wouldn't do it. He had him arrested and put in jail until the debt was paid. While all the other servants saw what was going on, they were outraged and brought a detailed report to the king. The king summons the man and said, you evil servant, I forgave you your entire debt when you begged me for mercy. Shouldn't you be compelled to be merciful to your fellow servant who asked for mercy? The king was so furious that he put the screws to the man until he paid his entire debt off. Think about that. Now this story is in regards to people who are asking us to forgive them. Those who are aware and say they are sorry for their actions. If we can't forgive those who ask for forgiveness, how will we forgive people who hurt us that do not ask? They may not even think they've done anything wrong. Again, let's revisit what Jesus said on the cross in Luke chapter 23, verse 34. Father, 
forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. I want you to think about that. Think about the individuals that you have not forgiven. Or maybe you've done something wrong and you need to ask for forgiveness. It's very important that we remember we're asking God to forgive us of our trespasses. I hope you see the importance out of these two segments on forgiveness. Don't walk around with all that bitterness and all that strife inside your heart. Just ask God. Whenever you pray, Father, I forgive those who trespass against me. And he will. Release yourself. And the more you become aware that you need to forgive others, the easiest, easier it becomes. And people don't hurt you as much because you don't allow what other people think or what they do or what they say to be important to you. Because really what is important is your relationship with Jesus Christ and the work that you do for his kingdom. We can't ask him for forgiveness if we're not going to forgive. So remember that. I hope you've enjoyed these two segments on forgiveness. And as always, I I love your emails that I'm getting. Um, I try to respond to each and every one of them. Um, we've had some great emails coming in asking questions. And we've had people asking for some prayer to uh, pray along with them to help them to forgive in certain circumstances. And we just love that. So again, um, my email, if you'd like to email me, is christinekelly5 at gmail.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-K-E-L-L-E-Y, the number five at gmail.com. Keep those emails coming. We appreciate them, and, and we just love and hope that you are just so blessed by Jesus. So we're going to pray right now with all of you, and, and Lord... Um, we just praise you, number one. We just praise you and we just thank you, Lord. And we want to take this time and just say thank you for giving us eternal life. Thank you for forgiving us of our trespasses. And Lord, just help those out there. Help all of us to forgive those who trespass against us. Lord, we just thank you and we just praise you. And we just ask that allow us to remove all bitterness. Allow us to remove all that negativity that will swallow up our hearts and our souls. We just want to be filled with you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And we just want to ask you, if you haven't asked Jesus to come into your life, um, just do that now. It's, it's the best decision you'll ever make in your life. And it's a real simple prayer. Um, you can talk to God any way that you want to. But uh, if you haven't taken Jesus into your life, just say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that you died on the cross so that I could have eternal life. And on the third day you rose. Lord, I ask you for forgiveness for I have sinned. Lord, I ask that you fill me with the Holy Spirit from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Lord, we just ask that I become a child of God. I want to serve you, Lord. 
I want to praise you, Lord. I want you in my life. I want to have everlasting life with you in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you said that prayer, we believe that you're a child of God. And if you are having trouble finding a church, there's plenty of online services going on right now. I know it's kind of difficult with the pandemic that's going on, but the good thing about online services and podcasts and things like this is you can listen to them anytime that you want. Um, you know, you can have service in your house every day. Um, you know, you, in this time, an era that we're in, you know, technology has its its pros and cons. And one of the, the pros is that the message is just being delivered out there by so many wonderful pastors. So if you're having a hard time finding a church or an online sermon, um, you know, email me. I'd be more than happy to give you some recommendations and share some links with you so that you can start uh, being fed. That's what it's about and growing your relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, we have a couple people that I'd just like to mention in prayer. Um, so number one, uh, Greg, know that we're praying for you in Jesus name. Uh, we're with you. I'd also like to pray for Felicia. Felicia, we are praying for you. Uh, Penny, we're still praying for you and your family. Um, we are praying for, let's see, we have a couple of other ones here. I don't want to miss them. Okay, here we are. Um, we are praying for Nancy. Nancy, we've got you in prayer. Um, I know that you wanted us to mention um, your little baby, Hannah. Um, Hannah's three years old. Um, we're praying We're praying for you. Um, Jesus, just lift them up. Uh, Jesus, surround them in your glory. Um, protect them. Put a hedge of protection around them, um, Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please don't hesitate to send them in. We have a lot of prayer warriors that uh, we work with. Um, so this is the conclusion of part two on forgiveness. Uh, we will be continuing our podcast uh, coming up. We have a couple of other really interesting podcasts coming up. Um, if you want to comment, uh, like, share, we'd appreciate that. Have a wonderful day and God bless.